A cryptocurrency entrepreneur has been arrested in Montenegro. Ecuador disgraced crypto mogul Sam Bankman-Fried has been ordered back behind the bars. Department of Justice has dealt a significant blow to the crypto crime What's wrong with crypto? The podcast from the team at The Wrong Token. Each episode, a guest will answer the question, what's wrong with crypto? Expect debates, jokes, crying, laughing, rants, and general complaining. Chilling and self-promotion is frowned upon. It's just people talking to each other with the purpose of shining a spotlight on what's wrong and how we can all fix it. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not financial advice. Welcome to another episode of What's Wrong with Crypto. I am Stupid Toshi. Uh, This podcast is presented by The Wrong Token at wrongtoken.com. Our guest today is Dan. Dan is an old friend of mine and a podcasting buddy. He's been involved in crypto lightly by lending his voice to Link's Crypto Apps Explainer video and the smooth introductions to uh, this show. Tell us a little bit about your history with crypto, or did I just spoil it all? Yeah, you. I think you pretty much just told the <laughs> whole story. Uh, a brief dabble uh, in the, I guess, the, the height of the sort of what early 2021 sort of everyone investing in everything sort of phase. Um, but I, I have tried to understand it on my own sort of accord and, and with my own sort of, as people on the internet like to say, doing my own research. So that's the extent of that. And and by the way, if I have the opportunity to call you stupid, I will happily take it. Please do. <laughs> and so uh, some people might be wondering why you're even a, a guest and what we're trying to do with this show, and it'll be off and on, is we're trying to get the view of an outsider. Um, you haven't invest, you've invested in stocks, but not much crypto, especially not like DeFi, like where wrong token is at. Um, only like 5% of investors deal with crypto and even less than that deal with uh, little tokens. Dan is part of that 95% that's holding up their middle finger. Uh, he'll hate I this, def- but I, I definitely I, I, am. Yeah, I, I see you as a, and we you've got mad at me about this before. You're, you're an intellectual type and you've probably done a bunch of research in preparation for this, for this little talk we're going to have, but we're getting the outsider perspective. So please answer this and as as narrow as you can. I mean, wherever it goes, it goes. But what's wrong with crypto, Dan? Oh, what a what a lovely loaded question. I'm I'm I can see why you made a whole podcast out of it. What's wrong with crypto? I I'm a person that from the very beginning when I started to reach into it, I parsing out all the 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 hype and the what it could and would or whatever do was what's its actual baseline utility? What is its actual function what does it give what is the service or the product that you are creating what does it offer people that they don't already have or that adds some sort of value in a way that doesn't already sort of exist but to me what was wrong with crypto was it it, it always felt like a hat on a hat like it it's 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 new coke to me it's it's money money being turned into other money which is a simplistic way, and I know people who are experts on it would say it's so much more than that, and I'm sure it is. Um, but if you, if, I, I'm I'm a real deal with the basics kind of elements guy in a lot of ways. I I don't uh, the, the finance to me is already a vastly nonsensical thing. It, real stocks, investments, all of that. It's it's a pretty out of control sort of game to me. The idea that there's a uh, sort of creating this mirror world of it of of 
money that has even less utility. Um, it seems to be what's wrong for me. I, I think most, I think 95% of people aren't involved in it because they just don't understand clearly and simply what this does for them that the entire world of digitalized banking hasn't already been doing for 30 years. Okay, so okay, okay, that, hold on. That's where hold I start. On. Please. Hold on. Before you, before you go on a 45-minute speech. That's right. Yeah, your... please, stop me. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, Bitcoin was like the granddaddy, right? It was the big one. And the, the point of Bitcoin was that you were totally anonymous. You, you had this digital money and nobody, you could spend it and nobody, including the government, including anybody, would know it was you, okay? And it was kind of a, you're decentralizing your, your financial situation to where nobody, you know, you weren't, your name wasn't attached to anything. Your bank account wasn't attached to anything. It's about getting off the grid kind of right and right. what we yeah. did with that is what we do with everything that's what in my opinion was very pure and very good we immediately well we can we can buy child porn we can buy fucking you know i mean we can buy uh, guns and right. stuff we can buy yeah. illegal drugs we immediately fucked it up and so the long road <laughs> yeah. back is uh to where it's it should be the long road back with with bitcoin is going super slow i mean now it's it's everywhere you can it's it's you know the average person knows what bitcoin is now they might not know how it works or what it does but they've heard of it and you know el salvador's using it as like a national currency backing and it, it's growing and it's obviously popular i mean it's what is it twenty seven thousand dollars per coin or something right now right but yeah but that's kind of my problem with it is that the crypto itself isn't fucked up. It's we're fucked up and we applied human nature to it. I, yeah, I, I actually, that, that is a good point. I think I agree with it, which is that this is kind of what I mean before as well, that, you know, if, if it's not, if you, the entire world of financialization and investments and stock brokers and all that we know is, is mostly a corrupted, uh, kind of an insider's club most regular people don't really know how it works and most regular people don't have any effect on how it um how it operates it's filled with it's filled with schemes and scams and 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 all sorts of you know nefarious people i think crypto came along offered an idea that 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 was the selling point right we're going to do things in a way that's outside of this already corrupt system we have and then in the last couple of years it turns out that a majority of the you know uh, top leading people and figures in that in that world were exactly the same they were also you know ponzi schemers and investing you know creating fake investments and investing shell companies and their money into other companies you know the i mean how quickly you know sam bankman fried went from like the jesus of crypto to you know who a guy who's going to go down with guys like ponzi you know it's it's Again, if you're not if you're not actually doing something different and you're just doing the same thing again but worse, um, it, then then most people are going to walk away from it because all they know is it, now the problem with that is now it's just proving what most people were skeptical of. They thought it was a scam. It turns out it's a scam. How are you going to stop people from believing what has already been been proven been proven true? Um, it, it, yeah, your road back is is it's a long one really it's it's hard to imagine it's hard to imagine that that public perception will will be changed when they've already kind of been when i think regular people feel like there are skepticisms already been proven right yeah and i agree and even if in the in the small world of DeFi, where we have all these little tokens built off these 
bigger blockchains, it's a people see the stats every day, like 200 brand new tokens come out and it'll show that like 98.8% of them were scams, like right off the bat and stole people's <laughs> yeah. money. I mean, yeah. I'm serious. This happens every fucking day. And if a new person that comes in, let's say you decide, ah, let me just check it out. I'm telling you right now, your first three or four, you're losing every penny you put into it. And right. Yeah. Why why stick around for that? I can't believe how how hardcore people are that they're like, well, let me figure this out and stick around here. I can't believe I stayed in it because I got ripped off like for the first two months. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, uh, you caught me at a good time because I'm I'm currently in the um, I'm currently on a kick right now of trying to learn everything I can about money itself. Uh, you know, oh, from, from the very. Yeah, that's that's the tree I'm barking up. And one of the things I'm finding so far is is the idea of money having its utility as I mean, decentralized finance is is a, is a nice thing because it appeals to that, like you said, a, a sort of a anonymous freedom. But at the same time, money's utility and its value is sort of based in its knowability. It's based in, you know, what gives it value is is a, a government backing it. You know what I mean? Like a, a currency has to have a fallback that it that ensures that it's worth something. And if it's even though that in reality is mostly kind of an abstract, we all trust each other kind of thing. Um, ever since, you know, most of the Western world moved off the gold standard about 50 years ago, there's not really anything backing money anymore. It's more like a complicated game that kind of has to add itself up to work effectively. So to decentralize it then kind of raises the question of, well, then what's its back utility? If there was a run on, you know, which is exactly what happened with Sam Bankman fried if there's a run on investors, and everybody comes to ask their money, ask for their money, and there's not the underlying liquidity to back that up. What's the currency worth? Which is usually not much, right? And it's sure. it has to be able to survive that house of cards falling. And I think crypto just doesn't have, it doesn't have a exactly that it doesn't have the legitimate backing, and it's kind of a paradox. You can't necessarily be anonymous and completely uh, outside a structured financial system, and also have the necessary foundation that any currency needs to operate properly that's that's it, what's wrong with crypto uh is that essentially it, it's it's trying to be money without playing by what is essentially the historical rules of money and if you're going to pull that off I, I i mean if i was smart enough to know how to do that i i would you know i'd be doing it so <laughs> essentially. well that's the kind of thing like um we're focusing on bitcoin here and that's fine but i mean uh, Bitcoin is was supposed to be a worldwide currency, you know, where anybody in any country could use it at any time. And the the thing is, is that it just like you said, it's twenty seven thousand dollars today. It might be eighty thousand dollars tomorrow, and it might be fifteen thousand dollars on Tuesday. You know, it's yeah. With with our currency, with even in Canada or wherever the fuck you're at right now, that a is dollar is a dollar. Right a dollar yeah. is worth a dollar. Right. But <laughs> well, it's worth about but, uh, it's worth about 70 cents American is what it's worth. Okay. So. But a, a dollar of Bitcoin today could be 50 cents, a dollar 50 in a week. You, you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't yeah. know. And, and, and that's, that part, that's your problem. If there's a run on it, then all of a yeah. sudden, whatever you whatever you own is is worth a lot less. Right. It instantly drops the value. Right. And that's and, and that's the that's one of those sort of linchpins of, of the whole crypto world that I think um, scares people off 
mostly it also fundamentally doesn't seem to work that it the the harsh and simplistic way i think i've always thought of just about all of them is that they are all pump and dumps they are all only worth the number of people who are currently buying them and and that that again doesn't make sense because it's it's what are you actually selling right a a, a business has its value based on you know it's tangible assets it's real estate it's production it's it's you know, it's intangibles, like it's marketing or it's brand recognition. It's got all that crap, right? And and crypto, Bitcoin kind of has that, right? Bitcoin had brand recognition for at least a little while. But it, it, it's sort of the underlying thing is is it's business. It's odd. It's odd to me that you can invest in a currency, which you can do anywhere. Like I could buy, you know, uh, you know, British pounds right now if I thought they'd be worth more later, technically speaking. But um, you know that pound is backed by the entire tangible economy of of the UK. Uh, crypto being backed by what exactly is is some people are using it, some people accept it, but but it's not if it's not a universal currency. If I can't buy f as the basics of life with it, um, I I don't see what it's actually worth. Essentially, if I can't if I can't buy groceries with Bitcoin, why do I want it? You know, if I can't if I can't rent. I can't pay my rent with it what, what what utility is it to me besides sort of being a luxury of of sort of investment um which again to be an asshole sounds to me i think what really off put it after a while was was for me was to realize this is just kind of speculative gambling you know what i mean it's it's based well, so on every other fucking investing sure yeah, of course it is yes of course but that's why that's why i mean about it. it's like a hat on a hat it's like a more speculative investing when it when yes investment is already complete mostly bullshit in that sense as well but <laughs> i told you i was not here to make friends <laughs> no, no, no 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 dude you're fitting. don't take my voice off the opening i worked hard on that for you <laughs> no, absolutely not well, let me tell you a fun fact about somebody who's never Please. used bitcoin to, to pay for something then i have and imagine if if it was okay. Let's uh, let's use this currency everywhere. Um, sure. It it takes twenty to forty minutes for the for the sale to go through. So if right. you're standing in a grocery line, <laughs> I mean, yes. you just you just planned out your week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I... if there's five people in front of you, you're you got you got an hour and a half before it's your turn. Exactly. It, it just it's it's antiquated what's what, what am i looking for what's that word Anti antiquated you're so close. antiquated there you go it's antiquated already right we already have uh there's already top 30 uh cryptos out there that have are already better than bitcoin but for whatever reason because bitcoin has this name recognition that that you said earlier it, right. it's still number one it of, you take all the cryptocurrencies in the world, 49% of the money is in Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's it, the Coca Cola. Just, of, it dominates of, the market. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, if Bitcoin goes what, down 5%, so does everybody else. Right. Yeah. It has it has what yeah. those uh, economics people call a large market share. You know? It, yes. They, yes. They fucking call me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting on your antiquated language there, you know? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know why I struggled with that word. <laughs> hey, it's okay. But I mean, I mean how, how do we, weird. how do how do you, how do you fix it, Dan? How, how do I get, uh, how do I get, I mean, I'm not doing it, but how do we get people to, to see value? Is there not a value? Do you see this as a, 
as a trend that's just going to go away in a few years? Well, I mean, my family, you know, I, my if my family history indicates anything, it's whatever my general belief is is probably going to be wrong. So anybody can be optimistic uh, off that. Geez, I, uh, I don't see uh, to me the pessimist in me, and he's always strong. Is is says I, I don't see it having a utility. The thing about about cryptocurrency in general that the conclusion I eventually rested on was, I don't think the coins are ever going to really be something of value because I don't think you're ever going to be able to again, like I said, do something that isn't already being done. And also, you're talking about basically upending the entire global financial institutions. You know, uh, you know, you're going to have to take on Interac in every core every corner of the world to be the per to be able to tap your Bitcoin card or whatever at the grocery store. You're going to have to take on Visa as the foundation of credit in almost every corner of the globe. Every well, centralized on, banking hold system. On. I mean, that's a... Hold on. Yeah, but please. I mean, Visa's already... already you, you can pay with crypto already with Visa. Um, there's, there's, there's things that, happening yeah. already. I mean, if you look at money as a whole, you're not getting a paper check anymore. You're you're no, you're yes. rarely using cash. It's already digital. So you're exactly. only a step away. You're only a step away from the government saying exactly. Let's stop that's, printing this shit. Yeah. That's that's essentially what I mean, though. Is that the thing that I could always think about that was essentially two. The only two things I can really see happening are exactly that. One large existing financial institutions will just eat it like the giant blob they are and incorporated and and it, simultaneously they will take the underlying technology of it the underlying cap technological capability of what a, a blockchain is and and just use that themselves like the the only thing i could ever see actually happening is is crypto technology and cryptocurrencies just being kind of eaten into the financial system that already exists but then it would raise the question of well, then what was it worth in the end, right? Well, what's a Bitcoin worth if it's actually tethered? Because to be a part of the financial system, you have to be part of the generalized currency exchange, which would then mean, you know, a, is a Bitcoin worth $27,000? Okay, but a, a dollar is is worth, you know, what the American government backs it as. So is a Bitcoin worth 27,000 American dollars? Uh, you know, is to, to go down that rabbit hole would be just, to me, I don't think the currencies would last. I think the underlying technology would last and and be sort of it, it absorbed into the big blob of the existing financial institutions we have and sort of adopted that way. It, it feels like it feels like blockchain is more an, of an effective software than being a um, being the sort of its own entity as a financial um, marketplace or a dollar or anything like that. That's that's the only outcome I ever thought was this is probably more useful as a technology than it is as as trying to create uh, hundreds of new currencies that that don't really function within the actual global market um, in, in, a, in a way that w works for existing institutions and also just for regular people who already are sick of thinking about money as it is, I think, every minute of their lives to have some abstract sort of you know coins and 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 you know additional exchanges and stuff like that is just more than a regular person i think is is willing to bear when most people already don't have retirement funds and and 401ks or most people don't have any casual investing in the market so yeah to, to me it's utility long term is is a technological one uh rather than sort of it's uh i i, I 
I'd like to think I'm more optimistic, but I don't think I don't think anybody changes eight thousand years of of slowly developing monetary systems, at least not in a lifetime. I mean, whatever whatever would overhaul our financial system would take generations, and and maybe this is the start. Maybe in a hundred years, someone will go, "Hey, look, these guys knew what they were doing." I, I don't know. Again, if I if I could predict that. I'd I'd be uh, I'd have a little compound on the Cayman Islands of my own in that case. So. <laughs> I'll admit that uh, crypto is more of a a tech head kind of thing. It, at least it is for me. Like I get into the the coding and the computer of it and the math of it, and it, yeah. it's it 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 makes it. I don't know, the word for a fifty one year old man to say it's super cool, man. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah, a, there's a lot is. of things yeah. happening, you know, and it's, and I see it and I'm one of those people and you know me, I see it as what it could be, not what it is. Cause what it is sucks. Sure. What it is yeah. sucks. And it's just waiting for, like you say, the, the, the big banks to come in for chase to eat it and for it yes. to, and to destroy it and to make it worse. And it's always been uh, performing below what it should be. And I'm not talking money wise. I'm talking about like in daily life. And I don't, yeah. I don't have yeah. any answers. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like why I'm talking on this show to people like well, you is because I would give you, I give you great credit for that actually, because I think, uh, I, I think the only way, I mean, this goes, this is more of a broad philosophical bullshit, but I mean, I think the only way you ever improve in anything is, is to sort of tear it apart that way. Right. Like you're, you're exploring the exactly that, the idea of, What's wrong with it? I think, I mean, you uh, you know, evidently, you know, the last probably year and a half for, for the entire sort of cryptocurrency world has been a disaster, right? You know, yeah. NFTs are apparently now worth almost universally nothing, which is I what I called that a long time ago. It's every, just JPEG. It, and everybody <laughs> called that and yet it still ran its course, right? Which is so, so that's yeah. a crisis of, of, of that as well. Uh, yeah, crypto's in a, crypto's in a tough spot. So, you know, to the idea that there might still be people who are like, no, it's still it's still the same dream. It's clearly not the same dream that it that it once was. Um, you know, the, the the problem with it to me is also there's no central there's no Bitcoin Inc. You know, it's not like it's not like a, a corporate merger could take place where, you know, Visa comes along and goes, hey, we like what you did, kid. Here's a hundred billion dollars. We own you now. And then they they, you know integrated into their systems and now we have sort of a, a quasi well, that's what's cool about it dan that's what i like there yeah. is no governing body there's no person it's just it's yeah. its own thing going in its own direction yeah so in, that's, that, that's... in that regards you can visa can do whatever the fuck they want though and that's that's where right. it gets sketchy and i don't mean to pick on visa but fuck them you know what well, i mean it's it's they're standing yeah they're standing yeah, the, stand yeah. for a broader thing yeah it's yeah you know uh, but that that always brings me back to the same point about about you know what is money right like what is what is what is actual what is currency itself right it's it's I think economists say it's three things it's a unit of account uh, it's um, it's a standard for value it, it, and it tracks debt essentially right so I mean the only way that a, a currency can really function is if it provides all three of those things. So the idea of it being off the grid, I think is appealing. It's really appealing, really. I, I, I would love the idea that I didn't have to deal with a bank and my money was my own, but the, it always falls back to these principles of how currency works, which is if if the money is not tied to anything and it's not backed by anyone, what's it actually worth, right? It, it, it has to have, it's, it's all, I mean, fuck, the American dollar, 
the you know Chinese yuan, the fucking every every peso, every dollar in every corner of the world is all backed by this abstract belief that we all agree on that it's worth something, right? We have to because that's the only way this works. Otherwise, we're we're trading fish for you know fucking logs or whatever we're doing, right? It's it has to be backed by something. So if crypto if crypto can't be government regulated and it can't be tied to an actual financial institution or 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 an external currency then it starts to fall apart right it's it's worth so much us dollars right now but if if it doesn't have that same utility as a dollar then then you're basically just putting your money into something to see if it grows into more money while being highly volatile which is which is the the last thing that i think crypto can't get over is uh we believe in currency for that exact reason. It's not volatile. A dollar today is more or less a dollar tomorrow, minus inflation changes and small market moves and all that that go. And even a crash is usually a, a small dip. But for something like Bitcoin to go from like 60K a coin to 27K or down to 15 and then back up to 30 is a percentage of volatility that is too great for people to imagine their net worth being tethered to something that could drop 50% in two weeks. Well, you know, well, let me, let me back you up a little bit because yeah. Um, let's say America uh, tomorrow says that Bitcoin is our currency um, dollar sure. worth nothing. Use, use Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the tomato paste at the grocery store costs 0 0.01 Bitcoin. Let's just use that yeah. as an example. That's way expensive. Sure. Yeah. If Bitcoin drops $50,000. That's still 0 0.01 Bitcoin, and I still right. hold the same amount of Bitcoin. So at that point, if if you remove all the money and only have the Bitcoin, which is some people's well, how some people see it's going to happen, it doesn't matter if it goes up and down because it going up and down doesn't mean anything because $27,000 doesn't mean a fucking thing because that don't exist. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you took that the is... dollar value out of it. Yes. Yeah, if it became one coin at a time, that is slightly beyond my ability to understand economics. I feel like it's, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about it in my head, and I'm like, there's something here that I wish I was smarter to to rebuttal with. But I mean, yeah, it, it, I mean exactly that. If it became if if the American dollar was instead you know instead of tied to well, currently it's tied to nothing because there's not actually a standard anymore. Um, right. But if they said we're adopting the Bitcoin tomorrow as as the American currency, I mean, first of all, it would every other country in the world who tethers their dollar to the American dollar would be fucking pissed. Um, except for, uh, you know, like China and Russia and, and it's not going to happen. No. I'm just trying to explain that. Yeah. 0 0.01 Bitcoin is always 0 0.01 Bitcoin. But you know what? You do make a good point, which is that say the American government was like, Hey, the uh, Bitcoin is now our standardized dollar. Then you have the one thing I'm saying you don't have, which is you would have the full, I mean, an American dollar is backed on its basis uh, by, you've probably heard this term before, full faith and credit, which is it is backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. It is worth that dollar because the American government ensures to you that it is right. If they right. adopted Bitcoin as their standard currency, then theoretically, yes, now the Bitcoin would be backed by the full faith and credit of the United States Treasury, its government, the Federal Reserve. Right. That would be a saw right behind my head. If that, if you heard that, <laughs> we that's, that's so the crypto. Yeah. That's a crypto guy coming to get me. Uh, but that's exactly it, right? It, it would be it would be backed by something that that people believe in in the end, right? People actually would be like, oh, I, I trust the government, you know, for what that's worth. But the 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 money would then be worth something. 
because it would have a backing, it would have a tangible foundation sort of parachute that that should something happen, people can always rest assured at night that that my one Bitcoin, my one US Bitcoin dollar is worth one US Bitcoin dollar uh, today, tomorrow, forever. Uh, you know, the faith will will move them forward in their lives now. If I was, if I told you that I would give you $25,000 cash or win one yes. Bitcoin and you had to hold it for a year, which one are you doing? Uh, I take the $25,000 cash probably. So, and I know right. probably a bunch of people who just rolled their heads back and went, no, it's going to be worth something. I, I actually hit my head on, on my car seat when you said that. But here's the thing. But I mean, for, yeah, for, for, for you, one, I get I, it. I would take it for one reason and one reason only. For one is that I know that a year from now, more or less, that is going to be worth about $25,000. And if I, and if I, <laughs> if I put $25,000 into an investment fund, I would know that I could confidently say I'd probably end up in a year with about I don't know what twenty eight thousand dollars in a year. If I held a Bitcoin, yeah, I might have thirty five. I might have forty if things go really well. Maybe fifty if if it's you know everything turns back to the way it was. Um, but I could also have ten. I could also have twelve. It is kind of like gambling, right? People say that about general investing. If you put five thousand dollars in the S and P, you know, over year year over year, you might make three hundred dollars each, and over twenty years, that money would grow. It's still growth, but it's small growth, and people don't. People would prefer the idea of I could put five thousand dollars in, you know, some some new startup, and in two years I'll have ten grand, right? It's it's cost benefit, it's payoff reward, it's it's small gain, small slow gains over potentially large gains, and different people find the appeal in different ones, right? I I, I would like a small, steady, reliable growth, but you know that's that that's not to the moon mentality, I know, so. <laughs> It's so are you against view, right? like uh, Bitcoin and such uh, being part of 401k plans? And, and do, do, do I think it should be a part of 401k plans? No, I mean, it, it's 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 headed that way. And I, are you opposed or are you? I mean, I could pick my, what I want in my 401k, but. Right. Yes. Some, but some people, you, you know, some people don't one, think that yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. If you're in like a, a, say, like a teacher's union and it's it's tied up in some right. investment. Uh, I would say, yeah, I'm opposed because I find that every time there's an economic crisis, the first one of the f foundational things that always gets completely fucked in the early years is people's 401ks. Um, I, I wouldn't trust something that is unstable to be the to be the basis of my retirement because uh, it's lack of tangibility as an asset um, would mean that should anything go wrong and economies move in cycles and always go up and down uh it would be one of the first things to go clearly it would it would absolutely be one of the first ones to it would be one of the trap doors that would fall out first would be all right which one of these things is not worth anything to the actual economy the actual an actual tangible value to people's lives it's probably the crypto and and yeah it would it would to me i can imagine it just tanking a bunch of people's 401ks which honestly would happen mostly anyway, because it's all tied up in things like real estate and and you know um, assets that are that are volatile when things get tough. So I, I I'd say no. I know full well everything I say here on this episode. Someday someone might come back to me and go, "Look what an idiot you are!" And sure, probably. Oh, nobody's yeah. listening. Yeah, that's all right. Well, hello to the people who are. But other than that, it, you know, yeah, that's the, that would be my viewpoint. Is is not currently. I would do that, but you know. Please, someone tell me why I'm wrong. I, I would love to be illuminated. Do you have any, uh, I know you've done some research. Do you have any closing thoughts, arguments, things you want to plug? Oh, closing thoughts, arguments. 
I find all finance stuff now really funny to me because it's very it, it it's slowly this is a stupid bleeding heart bullshit that I have, of course, but it's slowly seeming less interesting to me than the actual tangible world we live in. The the cutting edge of the future to me doesn't seem to be doesn't seem we don't seem to need more ways to financialize an already extremely financialized world. Um it, it, I my optimism for the future is based on something that that sort of breaks away our our extreme tethering to currencies and to finance in almost every aspect of our lives. So uh my optimism with crypto is low because I think in general uh, like a lot of regular people I am fatigued by fatigued by the world being almost entirely about investing and markets and and there's almost no part of your life that isn't touched by by some idea of it being a quantifiable value that has to be uh, played with at all times. Um, so I hope you guys figure it out for your own sakes. Um, I hope it's clean and painless. And um, uh, I, I hope you all do a much better job of smelling and and eviscerating the obvious scammers and schemers and and flat out liars that are out there. Uh, as for things for me to plug, I, I don't have anything currently that I'm working on besides uh, if you want to listen to a fun 10-episode audio, audio drama sort of podcast about um, lies and truth, and and it's sort of a fun sort of abstract uh, filled with fake ads and original music, uh, you can listen to the podcast I made with my brother last year called Hard No. That's uh, hard, K-N-O-W. Uh, yeah, watch it. Great, listen to it. Great name for a podcast, by the way. Great, Thank great you. Name. Thank you. I, I'm glad you Fuck approved head. of me having that idea for a name like four years ago. And never <laughs> using I could it. steal everything, you bitch. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, listen to that if you want something to deviate from your usual listening routine. And apart from that, um, stay frosty out there and and, uh, and and don't take no shit. Uh, I believe this ends episode two, which I'm calling antiquated. Um, thank you, Dan, <laughs> for being on the on the show. No, it's, and, uh, it's anti dude, I miss antiquated. You, man antiquitated oh, uh right. i miss you too jay it's it's good to talk to you again it's been too long oh you know what i'm gonna do you know how i'm gonna end yeah. this how are you gonna end go this? fuck yourself oh <laughs> go fuck yourself too i'm gonna go eat a bowl of cereal <laughs>